Hi there, welcome to Typical Books. I'm Lydia Peaver, and this is the podcast mirror of my YouTube show, Typical Books, where we talk about horror fiction. So, on with the show. Hi there, today on Typical Books, it's an author tube video on how to write more. So, how to write more? This might seem ironic coming from me because I'm not that prolific. I don't have 25 books to my name. I don't have a book out a year. I don't have over 100 short stories for you to turn to. And I maybe don't write every day, but I do know how to write more. This is probably because of all those things I just said, I've read a lot of tactics on how to write more. My desire is to write more and given a good go, I can write more. And I've read a lot of these tactics, so I think that I would like to sort of boil them down a little bit in case you your, yourself have tried a lot of things that have failed or have read a lot of things that you've been wary to try because you don't see how it's going to pan out or if you've got something looming and you need to write more or if you've recently quit your job to write full time and need to write more. Now I've got about six here. So number six is make it a habit. If you need some assistance on how to make habits, I highly recommend the website zenhabits.net with Leo Babuda, if I'm saying his name right, or Michelle B is a YouTuber here that talks about a lot of stuff I'd originally stumbled upon her channel notes channel, which is being decommissioned, but Michelle B is her lifestyle habit and planning and minimalist channel or it's slowly becoming a minimalist channel anyhow. So you'll notice the, the one thread between those two is they're very, they're minimalist, both of those channels, uh, but they do deal with a lot of how to form habits and they've both had a very life-changing journey. So you might have to go back in their catalog to learn about making habits. So, you know, some of those rules you might already know about like doing things for three days in a row, doing something for 30 days, doing something for three months or whatever it takes, uh, setting a timer. If you've created a habit, broken a habit, you've done a little research on how to do that, you have to make writing a habit. It may not come as an artistic muse thing where you're overwhelmed with inspiration every day uh, from 3 to 4 p.m., right? It doesn't really work like that. But if you set out 3 to 4 p.m. or something, whatever works for you, whatever habit works for you, making it a habit is really the best way to start writing more. Number five, the heroic hour. Um, this might not work for everybody and you'll see other talk on the heroic hour in other habit forming and lifestyle blogs and things like that about how to wake up an hour earlier and write. Or, you know, if you want to take the lazy heroic hour, it's that hour at the end of the night that you're going to carve out. And it doesn't need to be that waking up an hour earlier. It doesn't work for everybody. But you got to carve out some time. 10 minutes is heroic if you don't like getting up early. 10 minutes is heroic if you have a full life, a full-time job or two or three in volunteer work, children, whatever, family life. And that 10 minutes that you can uh, get for yourself for writing that you tack on to the beginning or end of the day. Beginning seems to work most for most people because no one has any expectations of you. Number four is repurpose time. And that goes hand in hand with the last one. Um, if you're already up an hour early, but you're doing something else, like waiting on something else or helping get other people up, you know, pop open a laptop, a notepad, your phone, whatever you can. And, or if you have like 10 minutes on your commute, 
or a half hour or an hour commute. I used to have an hour commute and would write on that sometimes. Repurposing that time, if you have any downtime on your lunches, people always suggest lunches at work, but how are you supposed to eat and write? I've never quite figured that out. So I tend to eat during my lunch and write when I write, but you can split that time up. And I'm not saying wolf down your food because that's not healthy. If you eat on a specific lunch time or find a way to sneak that lunch time in somewhere else somehow and use that writing time, right? Especially if it doesn't happen at a time of the day that you prefer to take food in or repurposing any other time that you can conceivably open up a notepad, open up your laptop or open up your phone or dictate. Number three, speech to text or tech help of some sort. Use technology to your benefit. If there is a note-taking app, then use it. If you have like a speech recorder on your phone that you could use to dictate even ideas, let alone full passages. And if you are okay with dictating full passages, why not use speech to text? It's come quite a long way. You don't need to invest in Dragon Naturally Speaking, which is the top program for that. A lot because of accessibility, a lot of our laptops and devices have built in powerful speech to text and even Google Docs has a speech to text option. So use that, especially if you are repurposing time, you only have 10 minutes or you want to experiment with something new to give your writing a boost. Number two is duplicate it. And this is my favorite one. If you can spend 10 minutes, if you've carved out that 10 minutes and you can write, try and duplicate it, take a second stretch, have a, a meal, whatever it is that you can constitute as a break from writing, a shower, do the dishes, walk the dog, or just walk, get a different change of atmosphere, check your Facebook and then come back to it. Whatever it is that you say is a break from the writing and duplicate it. So if you spent a half hour writing, spend another half hour, just try and duplicate exactly what you've done that worked, right? So if you've set a timer, uh, if you're one of the timer people, you set a timer for 15 minutes and do a little sprint, as they say, uh, then set another one immediately after and just try and duplicate that time. Whether it works or not, it's, that's not really the point in that you did accomplish that first section of writing, that first time that you blocked out, if you are at all able and every time you're able to duplicate it, you might as well try. And the number one tip is to really try all of these. Don't try and rely on just one thing, aside from making it a habit. Uh, try as many tactics as you can. Use a timer, duplicate it, wake up early, especially if you're on deadline. And that's when I discovered these sort of things was when I was writing a short story and didn't think I had time to write lately, I all of a sudden churned out maybe like six short stories, some fairly long ones too, and started writing a new novel, which I never knew I had the time for, and it hasn't really impacted my day to day too, too much. Cause I'm using these things by carving out time, uh, writing when I can repurposing time is a big one for me and trying to make it a habit by having that half hour that I've blocked out as well. So I'm not just relying on one of those things cause not every day will those things work. If you have other things to fall back on it before you know it, you'll have ended up writing every day. And that's really the goal, right? So if you've tried any of these tactics or you're gonna try any of these tactics, or if you have tried something that really worked and like doubled or tripled your output or the thing that made that switch that allowed you to write every single day, then let us know in the comments below. Thank you for watching and have an ooky spooky day.
If you are looking for something new to read, some insight or reviews of horror you have read, or even talk from a writer's perspective, I hope you enjoy this little show. Feel free to check out the YouTube version by searching Typical Books, or visit me at LydiaPeaver.ca. Thank you, and have a dark, devious day.